0: This week on a brand new episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. But you said one thing we always say about Chris Paul is that he is a dog. That's yes. true. Well, it's just another thing we always say about Chris Paul. You know what that is? That y'all sure find a way to get hurt in the postseason. We supposed to be the losers, but we win and know. They used to laugh at us, now we win and They used to tell me never in my lifetime. I guess they wasn't in their right mind. What's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. The really Sport Podcast in all the way. I'm talking about in all the way. We back today to wrap up the previous weekend sports in dramatic fashion, man. No BS, no sugarcoating, no biases. Only the Strong Arm Truth. This happens to be the first time you guys have ever watched the show or listened to the show. I'm one half for the show. I go by the name of K Spade, the prospect. And I'm your boy, LeParis57, and together we form Strong Arms Sports Spade. Yes, sir. Got an action packed show for him. Some things that I know you're going to get fired up about. I can't wait to get to those topics because whenever we talk to this person, you just, oh my no gosh, boy. you just are, you're so enamored with this guy. But you don't we're know gonna me, start you're going to I know you. We're going to start in the NFL. That's where I want to be. I start the show off. Of That's where we're going to start. We're going to start in the NFL. Spade, I think you kind of like this guy, too. We in the NFL, but I think you like this guy. I think we both like this guy. If I'm not mistaken, when we did our top five quarterback list, this guy was very high on both of our lists. And I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. If you guys didn't know, Aaron Rodgers was... He went out earlier in the season with a broken collarbone, and it seems like A.A. Ron is back. A.A. Ron said this Sunday right here, he will start for the Packers. They're trying to make this playoff push. Spade, I want to know... Now I know we both love Aaron Rodgers, but coming off a of broken collarbone, we've seen other guys with broke collarbones come back too quickly, and they re-injure that shoulder. I gotta ask you, one, right. uh, can can Aaron Rodgers even coming off that broke collarbone? Is he capable of leading them back to the playoffs? They asked Aaron Rodgers, is he going to guarantee making the playoffs like he did last year when he was like, yo, relax. We're going to make the playoffs. Relax. He didn't say that. He said, I'm not coming back mm-hmm. to save this team. That's what Aaron Rodgers said. I'm coming back to play football and help my team try and get a dub this weekend. Of course, that old cliche one game at a time thing players say. Mm-hmm. But I got to ask you, is Aaron Rodgers going to lead these guys to the playoffs? And what, what should we expect from a. A. Ron coming back off this collarbone? You know what? Uh, You're probably going to be shocked at my reply, but if Aaron Rodgers is not talking that cocky, arrogant mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers talk, mm-hmm. that puts doubt in me, bro. Mm-hmm. Because last year on this very show, we said, you know what? Green Bay is in trouble. Word. They are in trouble. And Aaron Rodgers poked his chest out and said, I don't understand what everybody's so worried about. It. We're okay. We're just going to run the table and ran the table. Mm -hmm. And that's not the first time we've heard him have that calm and that confidence. Mm -hmm. Not hearing that calm and that confidence. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm looking at their schedule. My computer that I normally look at is kind of wacky today. So I'm looking at a secondary computer over here and I'm looking at their schedule, man. They are at Carolina. Mm -hmm. They got the Vikings at home. They at Detroit who always play them tough. Mm -hmm. Right now they're sub 500. They're seven and six. If he don't think he can save this team and, and make them, you know, a wild card team possibly in the NFC. If he's not talking that confident talk, fam, I don't even know why you come back. You might as well let Brett Huntley handle that. You might as well sit there and get 100, percent and let's 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 try it again next year. That's what I say. It's crazy because I'm gonna go the opposite way. I want to say I wow. think Aaron, I think yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers Rod is, inter, is internally cocky, but he don't want to spew that because I mean he's coming off that broke collarbone and he's playing some tough. Defense is coming up. Some guys that get after the QB, especially with that Minnesota team. That Minnesota team, they are relentless. That's the that's the game. He got hurt earlier in the season. Him and Anthony Barr had some words. You know, and even Anthony Barr said yep. some things even on social media. But I think Aaron. I think Aaron Rodgers. I think he's confident. But I think he's more so internally. I know he usually blurts it out. But I think I the am. only way he's a, only, only reason he's a little more reserved this time is because he's coming off that broken collarbone. But I think internally Aaron Rodgers is looking at that schedule and believe with him under center for the Green Bay Packers, he believes he can he can win all those games. And I think he thinks they can get in. I think he thinks they can get in. The only thing I'm I'm worried about is the the, the carousel Green Bay. Has been having that running back. Now it seems like they have this uh, a, a solid guy now in this Williams kid, but they they got Aaron Jones. We know they put uh they put uh T uh Ty Montgomery on injured reserve. you know, and right. and if I want to see Aaron Rodgers connect more with um, I mean connect start the connection again with Jordy Nelson, who's been a shell of himself without AA yes. running that lineup. I mean, Jordy yes. has disappeared, and they got everybody saying Devontae Adams is the Packers' best wide receiver. I Cobb has disappeared too. Cobb, Cobb as well. I mean, we know they got rid of Mart- uh, Martellus Bennett. Where Aaron Rodgers has always been, he been he always been able to spread the ball around, get the ball to the tight end. I mean, Brett Hundley it seems like he only looks for Devonte Adams, and nobody else touches the ball aside from Devonte Adams and that damn running back Williams. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to spread the ball around, and I, I think the Packers are going to make. Are, are they going to make the playoffs? I don't know. I'm still rooting for my Cowboys to get in, but I think he's going. To, I think he's going to make that push, and I think he believes that he can get him in. I think he believes he can get him. Get him in. You, you might be right. It's just it's unlike any Aaron Rodgers it it I, I've ever seen. All right. his confidence has been very outwardly. But anyway, man, let's move forward from okay. one quarterback possibly coming back from an injury to one, unfortunately, leaving out of a really good season because of injury. And I'm still in the NFC. Let's talk Philadelphia Eagles second-year quarterback Carson Wentz. Man, look, I'm not an Eagles fan like that. Y'all know I felt some kind of way about my team giving Jay Ajayi to the Eagles, but even I had to say, damn, that's messed up when I saw Carson Wentz go down. This team was playing some of the best football you've seen this year. And I know a lot of people give them a hard time about their schedule. They're not playing the toughest schedule we've ever seen. But, I mean, they didn't make their schedule. All they can do is show up on the days they got games and outplay their opponents. And they've been doing that a lot. And you got to wonder yeah, they still got, you know, a, a quality backup in Nick Foles. But you got to look at that team and you got to wonder how it's going to impact them. And I'm going to throw this thing to you Philadelphia, is it, is it a wrap for them? You still like their chances of, of what? You and not to make the playoffs, but I'm talking about to go somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I say, and all honestly, and I know people want to get in this comment section, and they probably going to hate. They probably going to tweet us, and they going to hate and be like, uh-huh. oh, you just a to hate it because you're a Cowboy fan. Spade, I've never Uh-oh. seen them going to the Super Bowl, bro. I didn't. And I don't know who's coming out. I don't know who's coming out the NFC. I don't know who's coming out the AFC. And that's one of the things that I like about professional football. Dolphins. You don't know who's going to win it. You don't know who's going to win it. Dolphins. Dolphins. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, y'all got a big win against the Patriots, but just stop it. Damn right. Damn right. I didn't have them going to the, the Super Bowl with Wentz. So, I mean, I seen people saying, you know, a lot of people was tweeting and was like, oh, no, Wince, they're done. I never felt like they was going to the Super Bowl. But, I mean, they, they're going to make, of course, they're going to get in the playoffs. I think mm-hmm. Wentz can, I mean, I think uh, Foles can at least hold it down a little bit to get a couple more dubs. Maybe, you know. Maybe they'll lean lean more on the running game. They got a stable of running backs. They got like four running backs. They got a, a Jai Blunt. Uh, uh, they got the uh, the rookie kid and they got Smallwood. Smallwood. Like they got a slew of running backs. So I think maybe they'll lean, lean a little bit more on the run game. Now they, of course, Wentz was throwing four TDs a game. I don't think it's gonna be that. But they got a solid defense. They got, a, you know, a solid defense. I think it's really going to be all right. But i never seen the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. So when people are like, oh, the Eagles are done. I'm like, done with what? Y'all got this, the Eagles in the bowl? I don't. But go ahead, Spade. <laughs> I, I don't like how you threw shade. They do have a stable of running backs, unfortunately. Neither of those running backs are Kenyon Drake. We can move forward. <laughs> Spade, go you going to give me your thoughts on the Eagles? Like, are uh, like with no wins. Oh, I know. I I agree with you. Like, it was one, but you know what? I'm going to say this, and this is going to sound mean, but then we can move forward. Okay. The year that Carolina had that phenomenal year, I I always thought they overachieved. They played better than their record, and I kept saying, they not going to, they not going to, and they kind of kept going, and they kept going. And even though they didn't win the Super Bowl, I didn't have them going that far. You look at the most recent uh, NFL season, Atlanta was having that great year, and I kept saying, they, I don't think this Atlanta team is that good. You was them to was, lose they was getting, every week into, like, the playoffs. Every week. And then they, and I did the same thing with Carolina. I kept picking them to lose, and they kept winning. And as yeah. soon as I bought in and said, oh, shit, this team was for real, they said, oh, you're right, win it. And then they decided to, you know, kind of right. crap their pants. And the same thing happened with Atlanta last year. So I don't want to say that Eagles wasn't going to the bowl, but it I didn't, I the didn't have them. But I could see this thing going the same way it went for Carolina and Atlanta. I could see the Eagles probably would have got all the way to the bowl and then realized, oh, shit, we're the Eagles. We're not that good. (laughs) And then they just would have (laughs) lost. Same thing that happened in Carolina and Atlanta. So I I don't know, man. Like, I didn't have them being that good either, but you never can say. I I will say this. I'm not even mad at them them being good, Spade. I just don't. I just, even when they was running off four touchdown passes, putting up 50 points a game, I was like, I still don't see them going to no Super Bowl. I just didn't see them in the Super Bowl. And people did you want to see say, I'm Carolina. A going, cowboy the fan, year I they just went, never, huh? Did you see Carolina going? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, went? we talked about. It. I didn't see Atlanta in it. I, 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 exactly. I mean, so this could have been yeah, another year I, of it. I, mm, could have been another year. Nah, I don't know. Fly spade. eagle fly. What what do they say? Fly bird. Whatever. I don't know that <laughs> stuff, bro. Let's move forward. Next All time, right, let's move. let's spade. You, on, been, you man, This has been a quarterback heavy show. We're talking about another quarterback. Another quarterback, one quarterback that you used to love. I always thought he was kind of ah. no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're right. I'm lying. I'm lying. I thought he was a. Talking about RG three. If you guys didn't know, RG three was on first take, and he said Tim and Stephen A was talking, and RG three said that uh, he turned down offers from the Cardinals and the Braves during sometime during this season. Also said if. He also said that if a team called him right now, he'll be ready to go Sunday. He, he did this interview during the week, and RG3 said if a team called him right now, he can get in their starting lineup and be ready to go right now, Sunday coming up. Spade. If RG3 felt that way, then why didn't he take one of those jobs with the Cardinals or the Ravens, both who were struggling at quarterback? Flacco went down at one point during the season, and we already mm-hmm. know. if We know one thing about Carson Palmer who had a resurgence out there in Arizona. He's been, you know, when he's on the field, he played what? Well. Not this probably the last two seasons. I, I that, sometimes he do. Sometimes, you know what I mean? He has some big games. But if we know one thing about Carson Palmer, he's going to get hurt. And, I mean, why wouldn't RG3 go to the Cardinals? They got a slew of receivers. They, they got Adrian. They had Adrian Peterson there. I think he's on IR now. And they got the quarterback whisperer, Bruce Arians. Why wouldn't RG3 take one of those jobs, paid if he feels he's ready to go right now? You know, you said he was on some show. I wasn't Mm -hmm. watching that show, but somebody must have did some piss-poor reporting because that would have been my very next question. But the only thing I can assume is maybe he's saying he's ready now, but back when he got the calls, he wasn't ready? I mean, that's the only thing that can make sense. Like, nothing else. He ain't playing like two years. How you not ready? I mean, maybe he had got adjusted to like the parent life don't he have some kids then he just have a couple yeah, kids or something yeah, like that yeah i think he got two little yeah, girls man, kids kids especially when they they knew like you know my kids is older now like i can be apart from them but like mm-hmm. when you when you got little babies you can't even be apart from them it's tough to so maybe he had just got adjust. i, I don't know bro but my my if he was on this show and he said he turned down two office and if he get a call he can be ready sunday The immediate next question would be, "You could be ready Sunday." Well, why the hell wasn't you? Like, what was? So I I don't know why he didn't get asked that question. But RG three, he got probably. Listen, man, if you get three chances in the NFL, he might be out. If he gets another opportunity, I don't care who give him a call, and they might because they would rather have him than Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah. If he gets this call, listen, Robert. You better get your shit together, bro. Cause they already really don't like you. If you get another go and you anything less than phenomenal, you out of mm. there for good, for good. And then it's really gonna be parent life for you, bro. I don't know why you think he didn't take it, man. Spade. I, I mean, I don't know. Cause it seemed when you look at the Cardinals, it seemed like the, maybe not the Ravens, but the Cardinals seemed like the perfect fit. Mm. It did just seem. I mean, Labby Fitzgerald. I mean, solid old line. They, I mean, they you know they traded for Adrian Peterson. I don't know when they called Robert Griffin. Maybe they didn't have Adrian Peterson at that time, but they ended up trading for Adrian Peterson. Carson Palmer went down. I mean, who he scared of? Drew Stanton? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Like Drew might be that I think, man. Coach. I think. I think RG three would, would have went right in and been the starting QB. I don't understand why he wouldn't. have... The only thing I can believe is what you said. Like, maybe at the time when they called, he wasn't ready, but I don't understand why he wouldn't have been ready when he hasn't played a game in, like, two years. or he's been on the couch for two years. mm, That's a good point. Because somebody Uh, need to check with these two organizations and be like, y'all contacted RG3? Yeah, that's a a good point. It just doesn't make sense to me, and... You know, I was I was one of those. Even though he was a uh, played for Washington, I, I I liked I had liked Rg three. He came in the league and he set the league on fire. And I was like, man, mm-hmm. this kid is gonna be great. Had had, yeah, a, had a bad run. Say it again. I said he sure did. Yeah, man, he had a bad run of injuries and he just could never get right. And I always felt like he was more concentrated more on the outside stuff of football. That's true. Than, than football, like. That's true. I mean, they they had started the uh. Back for Week One campaign, like he just got hurt. Like let this dude right. react. I mean, it was just it was just a mess. I thought RG three was going to be phenomenal, and it's sad where it's come. He on another show pleading his case. Like if somebody called me right now, I'm ready to go. Well, it seemed like the Cardinals was the perfect fit. Even even oh, yeah. the Ravens. You look at the Ravens, the way they run in that football, and, and we already know the the Ravens had one of the top defenses before they lost one of their top corners. Mm-hmm. But I mean. Flacco went down. Why? Why not? I mean, at least you'll be on the roster. Like Kaepernick doesn't want to be on the roster. Nobody yep. called Cap. Nope. I don't. I don't, I don't understand, man. Called him some I don't names. Even have a. I can't even make an excuse for him. Like, what would be the reason? I don't get it. Yeah. Same, bro. Same. Uh, you ready to move it. forward? Can we talk about some NBA? Yeah. I mean, what? it's some it, it's some college football bowl games. It's like the nah. It's like the you you made it. You made it with six wins bowlers on, I think, if I'm not mistaken, We don't want to talk about that. Hell no. Let's talk some NBA, fam, and check this out. One of our preseason, I guess, I can't even say like sleeper picks. One of our preseason teams to keep an eye on this year was the OKC Thunder, and everybody knows if you got cable or even if you got cable, if you walk by a newspaper stand, if you glance at the sports section, you'll realize the Thunder been somewhat of a disappointment this year. Mm -hmm. They long bright spot if you ask me, What's the fact that they found the moxie to turn up against Golden State. And we was all so sick of seeing Kevin Durant leave OKC and then kick their ass every time he saw him again. So I was happy to see them get it together for that one game. But ultimately, that team has been a failure. Now, in this one week, and I say on this show all the time, the NBA definitely gets the storylines. They do a hell of a job of making the dots connect and keeping you interested. They got it, bro. Don't get mad at them. You need to take some of this stuff back to the league so they can get it right. But in this one week, the Thunder kinda went on a bit of a road tour and they got a chance to pull up in Indiana for Paul George's old team. And tonight they are gonna pull up in New York so Melo can see his old team. Now before I ask you about how you think this trip back to the garden is gonna go, I wanna talk briefly about what happened when they pulled up in Indiana. In case you guys haven't heard, in the last episode I gave my boy Victor Oladipo, most improved player of the year. We ain't even made it to the All-Star break. I went on to engrave his name on that award, and he's getting it. He's been playing well. The people of Indiana have been embracing him, and he is sick of being compared to Paul George. Every time he turn around, they talk about how much better this year he is than Paul George was last year. It seemed like that got into Paul George's head, bro. I looked at that game, and Paul George was trying so hard he wanted to drop the paces off so bad that he just played like crap. Now, OKC was able to get the dub, and it didn't even have to be that hard. Paul George gave them absolutely nothing. Do you see something similar to that going on when they pull up in New York, or do you think they learned from that Indiana road trip? Speaking of Paul George, and I, just, and I also felt like the Thunder was trying to force feed Paul well, George. they were. St- Spade, Sp- Sp- we always say this, about the, especially this year, about the Thunder. For whatever reason, they just not playing basketball. They not playing mm-hmm. basketball. Man, I it's so like, wild. yo, Paul George got to shoot. This is Indiana. Paul George got to go off. Yep. And I, 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 they just, the Thunder, I, I don't want to make this a thing about, a, this, a segment about the Thunder. It's more so about Paul George going home and Mello going home. But even last night, they played, uh, they played Philly and winning the triple overtime. Then they had to, I mean, Philly to New York is not that far. But, I mean, they had to get on a bus or something. Pack their shit up, get on a bus, and and travel up to New York. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even last night, I felt like these guys was like, okay, I just shot Paul uh, against Philly. They they was like, uh, Westbrook was like, I shot. Okay, now I gotta let Paul George shoot. Oh, okay, Paul George just shot. Now I gotta let Melo shoot. And I and I think that I think it's gonna be the same formula tonight. Uh, I think they're gonna try and force feed Melo. I I just think the Knicks is not a good team, so I think they should be able to go out there and get a dub, especially with those three caliber players. Mm. I don't know if Porzingis is playing or not. He's a game-time decision. He might not even play. Mm. But if Porzingis don't play, and the Thunder lose to the Knicks, Spade, because they force and Melo on one, Melo to drop 40 in the garden, instead of just... Fo- right now, it shouldn't be focused on force-feeding anybody. It should be focused on that team getting a win, because they have been struggling. Hey, they man. look bad, bro. Like, they was... Spade, they was up by, like, damn near 20 last night to... To the Sixers, to the sixes. and Embiid, who who has been, he looked, Embiid, I mean, he played phenomenal last night, but you could tell the kid was exhausted, not only exhausted, he was like banged up, like he got some type of lingering injury that's, he looked like he was about to die on the court, man. He played like 50, or oh, damn man, 50 good. minutes, and it, that's not good, but they was up by like 19 or 20 points or something and they let they let philly storm back because i felt like they was like oh i shot okay now you gotta shoot oh i shot now the other one gotta shoot wow. instead of just playing basketball and i see more of that tonight with with mellow returning to the garden but let me ask you i'm gonna let you go and then i'm gonna ask you a question do you see do you see uh new york fans giving showing Melo some love or do you expect bulls because every time um, Paul George touched the ball, they booed the shit out of Paul George. Yeah, I, I think they're going to give Melo love. And I'm going to tell you what the big difference is. Shout out to the homie Nate. We was talking about this with Indiana. He was like, I don't understand mm-hmm. why they would boo Paul George. And I'm like, you got to understand, Paul George forced the trade. Paul George wasn't traded. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't just come in one day and they was like, Paul, you out of here. Paul was like, I mm-hmm. want out of here. And then he kind of left weird. Like, the way he left, he was doing things like saying that, you know, he told the teammates he got to get the last shot. Uh, I know he mm-hmm. had another issue with the teammate. I think they kind of had a... It was just a ton of shit. It was just a he bunch of stuff. Larry Bird. Yeah, man. And it then and then he forced shade. the trade. So you damn right you're going to get booed. Because you know what those fans are? They're not Paul George fans. They are Indiana Pacers fans. So if you connected to yeah. the Pacers, they like you. Once you out of there, they don't. And I expected him to get that. But Melo's situation was different. Melo took the high mm. road a lot while Phil was dragging Melo. They really disrespected Melo. And I feel like most New York fans are going to look at Melo like, man, you know what? He could have handled that whole situation a whole lot worse. And, I, you know, I, I don't think they're going to boo him at all. I really don't. Let me ask, let me ask you a quick – I want to ask you a quick question about the Thunder Spade. Yeah, you talked off camera. I think we was in an Xbox party mm-hmm. about the Thunder. And I was like, man, they might need to just blow this up. It's not working. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not working. hmm and I want to ask you on camera, how, like, the Thunder, like, do you think – I know it's still early in the season. It's only, like, 25 games in. But should they – should they? I don't know if they're going to be able to keep Paul George. I think Paul George is out. I think these – Mellow look kind of old. I mean, Mello still can have them games. I think, you know, they all are capable right. of having those games where they just explode. Right. But Mello looking old. I mean, we know what we're getting for Russ. Sometimes he's going to be. I love Russell Westbrook, but we know what we get for him. Some games he's going to be phenomenal. Some games he's going to be erratic. But you know you're going to get maximum effort from him. And Paul cool. George just look. If it's Ola Depot or Paul George, which is crazy, I'm picking Depot right now. Which is I'm picking crazy. Depot. Yeah. I'm picking Depot. So, I mean, I want to add, like the, like, the thunder. Like, should they blow it up? Should they let, like, trade PG 13? Like, what? What's wrong with them? I, I don't think they should blow it up, man, because things have been terrible this year. And even in that, yeah. you can see the bright spots. The way they was able to beat Indiana it wasn't because Paul George had a good game. Melo didn't have a good game. Russ didn't have a good game. The person they couldn't stop was Steven Adams. He was going mm. wheels, and nobody talks yeah. about that guy. So if you can have your yeah. fourth or maybe even fifth scoring option on your team to at some given point pick up his game and carry – That's the kind of stuff that championship teams are made of. And people don't really look at it that way anymore. In this new current age of the NBA, it's about having a bunch of superstars. As many superstars as possible. Just sprinkle them shits all over the place. But that's that's technically, I mean, you can't say it don't work. I mean, I guess it's working. You look at Golden State, you look at what Miami had with the big three, and it's working. But prior to that, it really was about having a star, maybe two, and some role players that you could lean on when the stars couldn't get their shit together. And, like, a lot of teams mm-hmm. don't have those role players you can lean on. Steven Adams proved in that game, you know what? I don't have to get a whole bunch of touches, but some nights when I got a mismatch, you can give me the rock and I got us. So I'm not going to say they should blow it up. I do think the Paul George experiment is not working, and I don't think he's going to re-up there because I don't think it's meaning like he ain't happy. I don't think Melo's going anywhere because I don't think he really got value like that. So, I mean, you're still going to have a savvy veteran got- shit. You think somebody want Melo? Spade, you don't think, especially if it's coming at like a, a mid-level exception for maybe five to eight mil, maybe $10 million. You don't think you don't think Brian won him with the Cavs over Jay Crowder? And I don't. Come on, Spade. I don't. I think Melo could find a spot, I think spot, Brian bro. and Melo is like this. But I think when it's go time... You don't think the Spurs would want Melo over Rudy Gay? Nah, I don't. Shit. I don't. Because you know what, man? Shit. You know what Rudy Gay has proved he can be? You sound like ESPN early nah, in the season. No. Disrespect to Melo. You got, no, no, you got Melo. him at 70. Nah. You got him at 70. <laughs> nah, I ain't got him that far back. But <laughs> Melo, some of the things that Melo has said... I think Melo's a great player, man. But I'm talking about... It. Melo has kind of, he's that guy that offense got to be around him. I, if you look at any situation where Melo was kind of expected to be this system play, it just hasn't worked well. He's just not a good system player. And if you got a team that maybe, like, once upon a time, Denver's changed now. But you remember when Denver was a team full of role players, and you was like, damn, how are they so good? Yeah. Like, they don't have a star. I know they had shit Melo. Yeah. But a team like that with a Melo, I, I think it works. But you're going to take... You gonna take like you said the Spurs, like Rudy Gay come off the bench. You think Melo wanna come Gay off the do. bench? I don't think Melo wanna come off the bench. So then, then you taking Melo, who I, don't get me wrong. I know OKC ain't the popping city. Like you, when you go on Instagram, the the chicks all over your explore page. When you look at a location, it ain't Oklahoma City. Let us go ahead and get that out there. <laughs> if we being honest, If we being honest. Right. But San Antonio, that's another market that ain't really, you know what I'm saying? You heard what Charles Barkley said about the San Antonio chicks. I just, I don't know, man. And I don't want to disrespect Melo. I still think he's a great player. I just don't I think Melo is at the point of his career where he's not interested in buying into your system. I don't think you want to buy into your system. And that's anybody's system. Melo, in his mind, he's like, I'm one of the greatest Olympic ball players of all time i think that's a cheesy ass thing to claim title to but Melo has claimed that title Mm -hmm. hey i've been to a bunch of olympic games i got a bunch of olympic medals i won a national championship in college doing all this shit my way i'm in my 30s and i ain't trying to look with me what you see is what you get this is what i'm gonna do if my man score on the next time down i'm dribbling through my legs twice and i'm shooting i don't care who open I'm an ISO ball player. I ain't trying to set no off ball screens. I ain't running off no screens. I just want the ball. I want everybody else to move. That's what Melo's gonna give you. Not saying that he can't give more. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's willing to give more, bro. He ain't willing to do nothing else at this point. He's want to ride into being, the sunset. I think you're being kind of hard on Melo, bro. But I, that's nope. Neither. I'm being kind of real Spay, on you. All bro. right, that's kind of that's on that. Spade. We both got. We don't think both of us think Paul George is not resigning. Correct? Howdy. M- Melo, you said Melo don't have options. I think Melo have a a couple, a few, maybe two or three. I think he has options. You don't. So you think Melo will be there next year? Yes, I do. I, my last, my last point. If 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 you think Paul George is not re up, then you gotta move him, bro. You gotta move him. You gotta move him. And I know, you, I know you you really haven't seen the real potential of his team what? yet because they look. I mean, they still trying to figure it out. But if you think Paul George is not reing up, or, and maybe they felt, maybe they felt that way. Like you know what, you are gonna see. We're gonna try and make this work. Maybe we can uh, strike. You know, get like light, hit lightning in the bottle. And if it works, mm-hmm. maybe he'll stay. And maybe they feel that way. But I, I feel if the Thunderfield Paul George is not reing up, they gotta move him. now to where I don't know. I especially with the way Brandon Ingram has been playing. I know it's a lot of Laker yeah. talk around Paul George. If the If the Thunder could trade Paul George for Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram has been playing great. And the crazy thing is, I'm about to make a bold statement, baby. That shit ain't happening. Don't even say it. Spade. If I had to pick Brandon Ingram right now or Paul George, I'm picking Brandon Ingram. So if I'm the Thunder and I I can trade Paul George for Brandon Ingram, I'm, I'm busting that trade. I'm doing that trade. Listen, Magic Johnson is a whole lot of things, but a fool he is not. Magic ain't finna trade no young ass Brandon Ingram with an up arrow for Paul George who got the the. there a lot to talk of talk about saying, Paul George going to the Lakers. Now you know, I know you heard it. Yeah, I heard it. We all heard it. And I also said on this show, this was the year that Brandon Ingram had to get right, and he got right. Yeah, he did. And you. I'm telling you that that talk is suppressing, man. Ain't nobody nah. I'm in t- nah, Spade. I'm interested. You're right. right, cause the Lakers would just be like, yo, if he gonna come and in anyway eight and too, nah. If- I think the Lakers – should the Lakers even want Paul George? Like, the Lakers could be like, yo, if he's leaving anyway, if he's leaving anyway, we could just sign him. But why would they even want him? Yeah, I I really don't see – nah, nah, man. I'm interested to know how the fans feel. The supporters of the show, leave your thoughts in the comment section down below. Let me know. I I think the Knicks should definitely cheer Melo. I think – I agree with you, Spade. I agree that Paul George deserved everything he got from Indiana. He was the one that was forcing all that – all that yep. trade talk, and he also Talking forced... too. And he, yeah, he was throwing all that shade at not only Larry Bird, but the coaches and and his former teammates. I think Melo hasn't yep. showed New York nothing but uh, love. He could have been banging the cannon on Phil Jackson every chance he got. He could have been yes. banging the cannon on Jeff Hornacek and the other bum trash they had oh. around Melo. So, he didn't yep. do that. Yep. I think he they should show him love have. tonight. And Porzingis also came out and said... I think said, they will. I think they will, too. Porzingis said he think they should show him love tonight as well, and they should do a little montage of Melo, and I agree with that. But I'm interested to know how the fans feel, Spade. Leave your thoughts in the comment section down below. Also, Spade, you ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. This is a topic that I know my homie going to be long-winded on, because he just... it's about it's I'm about guy, It's about the Houston Rockets. I was about to say it's about James Harden, but it's about the Houston Rockets. We're not going to make this segment, Spade. K. Spade, the prospect. We are not about to make this segment about James Harden, okay? It's yeah, about the Houston bro, I'm a Rockets. Very quiet person. If you guys didn't know, the Houston Rockets are big. They've been cooking. I mean, like speaking of James Harden, they've been cooking. Wow. They're on a twelve-game win streak, bro. And, and really? I gotta ask you, Spade. Are the Rockets the biggest threat to the Warriors? And I ain't just talking about in the West. I mean, period. Like, are they the biggest threat to the to the Warriors? Like, is is our only chance of not seeing the Warriors, the Rockets. You know what? This answer is gonna shock you, but I, I think uh, that's a trick question. I think during the regular season, they are the biggest threat to Golden State. I'm still unsure of what James Harden shows up in the postseason. Now, Bro, I do want to say this. It's I do want to say this. Hold on. A, go ahead. Go ahead. I know. I know what you're gonna say. Everybody's go gonna say the whole point in Paul. Uh, I was going to call him Paul George, and uh Chris Paul coming over was to alleviate some of the weight that James Harden had to carry throughout the 82-game regular season so that he don't be spent and on E in the postseason, and I hope it works, and it looks good. Right now, like you just said, they're on a 12-game win streak, but let's also not forget in the month of November when they only lost one game for that entire month, it was all James Harden because Chris Paul was hurt. Okay. So if Chris Paul can stay healthy, okay. which has always been a thing with you, Chris, you don't really stay on the court. If Chris Paul can stay healthy, at the same time, Chris Paul is no spring chicken. He's got to not exert too much. They both got to kind of reserve for the postseason. If you can get a well-rested, healthy Chris Paul and a well-rested, healthy James Harden in the postseason, then yes, they are a threat. But that's that's a, them two big-ass ifs, bro. they two it's big, big ifs. Spade, and I'm not ready to. I wouldn't bet money on it. I'm not betting my money. No, Spade. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Clippers was in the playoffs last year, and Chris Paul got hurt in the playoffs, and he was the best yes. player on the Clippers. I think he broke his hand or no. his wrist or something. But I mean, it's he always was, he, was he, p- he always hurt. Something gonna Spade, always happen. Spade. I mean, Chris Paul is a is a miniature guard, but he's phenomenal, and it, 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 it's a big if 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 Chris Paul can stay healthy. But I think, what you think? Uh-oh. That's babe. I think they are I think they are the only threat. If the Warriors go back to the Over the Cavs? Yeah, babe. Listen, if the Warriors go back to the finals, they will win the championship again. They will win again. I don't care who, okay. who is over there in the in the east. If the Warriors okay. go back to the finals, they are going to win. They are going to win. Okay. They, who, they are going to win. Like, who we trusting? Kevin Love and Jay Crowder and Dwayne Wade? Like, the but way, don't way you way trust LeBron like, in the tough season? No, I trust LeBron, than Spade. Trust either I, of the, those guys on the Rockets, Spade. I trust. I trust LeBron. I don't trust the rest of them dudes. I don't trust Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose trust be all on the Rockets? Game. I still don't know what we are getting from Isaiah Thomas. But that's true. Spade, you know who, who you, you trust on the Rockets? James Harden has always been the playoffs. I think Chris Paul being in his presence. We, one thing one thing we always say about Chris Paul is he a dog. The way he's going to attack, I think it's going to energize James Harden to be more aggressive, at least in the playoffs. Because there's been some games we we watch games, playoff games of James Harden, and we'd be like, what the hell is James doing? Oh, yeah. I think the way yeah. Chris Paul is – this is why I hope, I, and I hope and pray that Chris Paul can stay healthy. Because I think the way he's going to attack in the playoffs, I feel like that's going to that's gonna lift James Harden up and show him – Something I think it's going to put something in James Harden that I don't think he knew he had. The way I feel like Dwayne Wade, when LeBron went to Miami, he put something in LeBron that that was there, but LeBron didn't know he had. And then LeBron just became a different type of beast playing down there in Miami Uh with Dwayne Wade. He learned something, in my opinion. I mean, he's always been a beast, don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying he learned something playing with Dwayne Wade in Miami and took it back to Cleveland. And I feel like Chris Paul can do that for James Harden, at least... Playoff James Harden, like, regular season James Harden, I have no worries. He's going to be an MVP candidate. He's not going to win it, but he's going to be an MVP candidate every year. I guess they be screwing my dude out of him. Let me, let me tell you this, and then I'm ready to move forward. Go ahead. You said one thing we always say about Chris Paul is that he is a dog. That's yes. true. Well, it's, it's another thing we always say about Chris Paul. You know what that is? That he will find a way to get hurt in the postseason. Now, maybe, maybe we want to say it was the Clippers. Cause we, we felt like the Clippers was unlucky. We talked about it. The Clippers are just gonna always clip. Clippers gonna yep. clip. Something gonna happen. Yeah. Hopefully he left that shit in L.A. If he didn't, bro, I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be something. He gonna be walking on the court. He gonna get heel spurs. He gonna roll an ankle. He gonna bang knees with a teammate or an opponent. He gonna break his hand. He gonna shoot and try to follow through. know. I'm God. not putting it in the air. It's, it's already in the air and it's walking around behind. Uh, Chris Paul like this bro <laughs> look at my hands it's walking it's walking behind Chris Paul like this just ready to reach out and grab this man and it's been behind him his whole season his whole career I mean it's been behind him so if that don't get him yeah I like what you're saying other than that I don't care about you not trusting Crowder Jr. Shump Rose um, Nope uh, Mini-Me we don't know uh, uh, yeah, Isaiah don't know Thomas, what we get it from him Love Tyrone Lou. I don't care if we don't trust any of those people we trust LeBron James more than anybody in a Rockets uniform. Any of them dudes. I trust LeBron James. You know, what else, I, I love, Is I love it on spade? I love that spade throwing shade at the Rockets. I just love that. Nah, man, man. I take my job serious, bro. I come here. I got a job to do. I've said that before, man. Got a job to do. I, I Let's just talk feel some like more like NBA. Go ahead. I got more. It. Oh, man. This one right here, I kind of get a feeling you're going to like this right here, man. Because, you know, you're from New Jersey. And, to all my New Jersey listeners, you guys are like baby New Yorkers. I don't know if you know that. You <laughs> guys are baby Borough. New Yorkers. We're the six yeah, Borough. Exactly. That. Y'all love some New York. So I know you're going to feel some kind of way about this. Way back in, I think, September, uh, mm-hmm. the Ball family got their own reality show. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're watching it on YouTube and you're saying, wait a minute, I didn't know they had a reality show. What channel did that come on? Nah, it don't come on TV. It come on Facebook. And I know Facebook, like I ain't even know Facebook was popping like that. I don't even like Facebook but the show is a Facebook exclusive. You have to watch it on Facebook. Well back in September in one of the episodes of their reality show, Lonzo Ball said that Future and Migos were hip hop. He said they are hip hop and I think somebody asked him about Nas and he said Nas is outdated. Ain't nobody checking for Nas no more. Don't nobody like Nas. And that got everybody in an uproar. Folks was like Nas. It's one of their goats, And I, I disagree with that. Somebody said, Lonzo don't want war with Nas. Nas won a war against Jay-Z. I don't know if everybody heard super ugly, but I feel like Jay-Z won that war. But that's neither here nor there. You're wrong. You're wrong. I, I feel like Jay-Z, Jay-Z won that war. Okay? I mean, me more. we can we have that discussion on another day. We, we sure can. Jay, <laughs> you won, bro. No. But anyway. Nas one. So, Lonzo Ball's manager was seen wearing a t-shirt with the Illmatic album cover, but instead of Nas's face, it was Lonzo Ball's face. So, of course, Mm -hmm. when everybody saw that, they was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Well, the Lakers just played against the Knickerbockers in New York. It was Lonzo Ball's first ever trip to the garden, and the kid showed up in a hoodie with the Illmatic album cover with his face where Nas's face is supposed to be. And instantly everybody was like, oh, he came to New York to disrespect one of the greatest MCs of all time. Nas, who's a good actor who was in Belly acting very his poorly in that movie. But they don't give Lonzo the right to come wow. out here and disrespect That's not my words, bro. That's somebody else had said that. Because Nas was acting his ass off in Belly when he said, let's just go to Africa. Let's go to Africa. <laughs> Whoa, very bro, convincing. This segment into? I'm sorry. I'm Come sorry. On. That slipped. I didn't mean to say that. But, bro, everybody was really upset with Lonzo Ball. They felt like he was disrespectful to not only rock that shirt, but to go to New York to play the Knicks and to rock that shirt. Others feel like it's karma that he lost that game. However, he played pretty well. The Lakers played pretty well, but they lost. I think it went the OT, if I'm not mistaken. But they lost that game. The Bears some sense into the 6 Borough. I, and and the other borough, the other five boroughs, let them know. I so just got a little sense of humor. Ain't nothing to be upset about. It's not disrespectful, right? Tell them, bro. You know, the, I'm. I'm gonna tell you something. I, I I know about the the younger generation is they don't respect their elders. Whoa! And to that's... just throw, they don't. It, it it was definitely shade that Lonzo wore that shirt. And you probably gonna go the other way, Spade, because you're you're you uh, a self proclaimed ball. You know what I mean? You're a ball. <laughs> I am the fourth ball boy. Yeah, you are definitely a ball boy. But, Spade, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I felt like it was some disrespect. You know what you was doing when you come to New York and you rock that shirt and you take Nas' face off. You are definitely trying to throw some shade. You are definitely trying to be disrespectful. And I just feel like these young kids now don't respect their elders. Spade, we we can have conversations, and, and it's all good. Spay, you had conversations with notable people, and they'd be like, well, MJ is XYZ, but Kobe, because Kobe Kobe was their generation, that's their generation. But then you had some guys that was like, Kobe and MJ was XYZ, but Allen Iverson, and now it's the same thing with people loving LeBron and Kevin Durant, and especially now Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a conversation in your live stream. People was on Dame Lillard. People was on Steph Curry. It was literally arguments in the chat talking about NBA players that was just all-time great, all-time phenomenal. To me, Michael Jordan is the best uh, NBA player ever, but I guarantee you if I talk to my uncles or or, or or older person, they'll say Wilt Chamberlain or Bill Russell or one of Magic Johnson. Like, it's going to be, it's always going to be that. And the, the, I think the difference is, the difference is when we, our generation, me and your generation, when we talk about our elders like a Magic Johnson or a Bill Russell, we recognize that they were amazing. We'll never be like, oh, they was trash. Like, we'll never say that. We'll never, we just be like, like, yo, Michael Nas Jordan was a guy. Just say it was outdated. Huh? He didn't say it was I'm trash. Spade, though. Spade, he said Nas is not hip hop. Come on, bro. Come on, that's disrespectful. Regardless whether you listened to Nas or not, regardless whether you Nas' career was over before you were you was born. Like I mean, when even even when Cold Crushing all them dudes was killing it, I wasn't born. That's like the '70s. Definitely. But I, I recognized I recognize what they did for hip hop, and I would never come out and be like those guys aren't hip hop. That's just a disrespectful wow. statement. And to wear that shirt and change and Photoshop your face on that album cover, come on, man. That's that's definitely. That's definitely disrespectful, but let this, me babe. restore some order on this show. He but never disrespected babe. Nas. You you a ball boy, so you you kind of buy Let me defend my brother. Lonzo, I got you. LeVar, remember this next time you're giving out allowances. He never disrespected Nas. What he said was future amigos are hip hop today. Nas at one point in time, he was he was hip hop. But Nas is outdated. Nobody checking for Nas anymore. Nobody rocking with Nas anymore. He's he's technically correct. When the last time Nas dropped a project? Huh? That's what I thought. So how he can got a new be? album coming out, Spade. He got a new album coming out. What? He got a new album coming out. See? It's like when you... When y'all... See? It's different. It's it's different words. I don't be knowing when... Every time Outkast come out. But I ain't from that region. But Outkast, Nas I ain't making no more albums, album out. Bro. That, I'm glad deep you said that. That's a perfect example. If Lonzo said Future and Migos are hip hop, nobody's checking for Outkast. Outkast is outdated, man. I think Outkast is the greatest rap group of all times. But you know what? He right. Nobody ain't checking for Outkast because they ain't dropping nothing. They not doing nothing no more. They day is gone. Spade, you, if I guarantee you if you would have said that, you would have been like, "How he is being disrespectful I would to one have. of the greatest hip-hop groups oh, ever. No. I and would then not if you would have wore some Aquilina shirt and then photoshopped him up there, you would have been pissed. No, you I'm OutKat. Know I would have took, took appreciation in the fact that that kid went back and did some research. In order for this man to have an Illmatic album cover, he had to go back and listen to Illmatic. He probably did it on Spotify. He probably nah, he got ain't gotta Nas listen suspends. to his but he Googled that no, picture and just put Google. his face on it. I don't want to believe he Google. I think he went back and listened to the song. Got Spotify. He was like, I on going Spotify. To New York. Me and Nas had Nas Nas an issue. Let me get this shirt. $32. Thanks to Lonzo Ball when he went through and, and spun Illmatic. Maddox. See, the disrespect, bruh. Oh hey, that's gosh. just how I feel about it. That's how I feel. I don't feel like he was disrespectful at all. I like that he ain't backing down from no challenge, too. Like everybody say, Lonzo's so quiet. Lonzo, he, he just kind of soft. He's passive. He's not very assertive. He walked in that doggone arena with his chest out like this, bro. So you can see. got that work. He, he didn't get no work. They went to the overtime. They <laughs> got that, that work. But you, you know, man. before we move on, Spell, you know, I noticed that you always be disrespectful to New York artists. Aside from Jay Z, aside from Jay Z, you just me and you had like I said these could be topics for other days, but you was disrespectful to Nas. You also was disrespectful to Mob Deep. I don't love Mob D, me, but we and we can move on. No, wait, no, wait, wait. I, I, not, you know what no, no, no. Wait, uh, uh Jay Z, I'm a fan. Fab, I'm a fan. Jada, I'm a fan. Prodigy, I'm a fan. Matter, you told me- I'm a fan. Redman, I'm a fan. No, I'm not finna cosign no chic loot. No, he was trash to me. No, not co-signing. Sheik Spade, Luke. Spade, you, you you said Lloyd Banks trash. I didn't say it was trash. I said he overrated. Y'all think he's nicer than he is. He just be saying punchlines. Ain't saying uh, nothing. you know. Spade, this gotta be a topic for another okay. day. alright, let's go. We move got this. enough time. Alright, we can move on. We, we got a Pick 'em game this week. The Pick 'em game is back. Oh. If you guys didn't know, Spade is currently up you, ten to five. You might want to make it zero zero. It's a new season, bro. It, you just, no, 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 nope. no, 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 no! It ain't gonna be a new season. All right. let, let, eleven to three me. It Ain't gonna Go. be a new season. To the NFL season is over. It's a, the regular season. NFL regular season is over. Then we start a new season. All right, so it's, 12, 11 5, catch up. Wait, I, bro, it's eleven to three Wait, what, bro? It's 11-5. But anyway, I got a great NFL game for us, babe. Okay. The Patriots just played the Dolphins, mm-hmm. and the Dolphins you gave them that work. I mean. They, they really did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what was wrong with the Patriots, but maybe the Patriots was thinking ahead to the bigger game, which was against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's happening Sunday night or Monday. Whatever, Sunday or Monday, is happening. Okay. Spade. Yeah. New England Patriots. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Who you got Who you got him? why? This is easy. This is easy. You look over at the New England side of the field, what they got to play for? What's their motivation? What's driving these guys? Nothing. They're showing up doing their job. Look at them guys over there waving them terrible towels. This is for Ryan Shazier. They're going to go out there and take care of business for 5-0. Give me the doggone Steelers, bro. Give me the Steelers. See, that messed that's him crazy. up. He wasn't ready for that job. Go ahead. Uh, that's crazy. You know what? I, I got to go Patriots because I got to catch up. Oh, but, my God. <laughs> I mean, but let me tell you why Let me tell you why I'm going to Patriots. I was going to go to Steelers, but I thought you would have went to Patriots. You don't know me. I keep telling Spade. you that. whenever, whenever, whenever Tom Brady had that type of game, and we about to see an insane Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady is about to play out of his damn mind. He got Grunk back, Spade. He got Grunk back. Grunk coming back. Grunk was throwing mad shade in his little interview press conference, whatever you want to call on, it. Dirty grunt. He, they was asking. Huh? Dirty Grunt. what they call him. Yeah, I mean they, yeah, they, that's what they was asking. They was asking them about the uh suspension. Grunt wasn't trying to hear none of that. We are about to see Angry Tom Brady and I got I got the Patriots winning this game. I think it would be a tough game. I'm saying twenty eight twenty four spade. I think it's gonna be a, a great game. And I'm going twenty eight twenty four Pat. Give me the give me the Patriots. Check this you out. You wanna give me a score? Nah, I ain't giving no score. I'm gonna give a fun fact. Uh Joaquin Grant, wide receiver for the Dolphins. You know how tall that dude is? Like 5'8 or something? I'm thinking like 5'6. He mossed Malcolm Butler. Everybody was like, why you ain't got Malcolm Butler in your top they five? He was looking ahead. He they was mo- looking, they How was you get mossed by a the future? Six they was trying to go back to the future. And Grant is mossing him. Do you know what A.B. finna do to him? Get him out of here. Last segment of the show today, ladies and gentlemen, we call this segment the Strong Arm Performer of the Week. It's pretty iconic. Word. This thing right here is going to be talked Word. about long after me Paris has left this world. And our kids is running stuff. They're going to be talking about strong on Performers of the Week. This award is mm-hmm. given to a male or female athlete who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team got the victory. The pair is you on the hot seat. Who is your strong arm Performer of the Week and why? I'm going to give it to a guy that you threw hella shade at. I don't day. throw shade. I'm like anyway. You threw hella shade today. I don't throw shade. I'm going to tell you, Spade. I had this guy on my top five list, and you was like, what, Still? Still, oh my but yes, God. he is still a top five point guard in this league. Wow! And I'm giving my strong arm performer of the week to Chris Paul, wow. who had 28 points. Wow. He went 10 of 18 from the field, five of six from three, four rebounds, eight dimes fade, and seven steals. Wow! Seven steals. Wow! In a 124-109 win over the San Antonio Spurs, but I, I could have picked any game that Chris Paul has been playing since he's been back. The kid has kid this guy has been playing out of his mind and for that reason right there Chris Paul you are my strong arm performer of the week I told you he was top five Spade show some respect man that team been doing that same mess when he was hurt I will say show some respect I will say this that's a good pick and that was actually my first pick I was really gonna give it to Chris Paul jokes aside but since you gave it to Chris Paul I got somebody much better I'm a little disappointed that you didn't get this award to him Considering, you know, you're supposed to be a fan and all that. First time ever. First time award recipient on this show. Let me give you the stat line for this guy right here. Not Carl Anthony time. Nah. I know it ain't Oh, uh-uh. uh, What if you had a guy who could come off the bench? Give you this type of production right here. 27 points, 12 rebounds, and one steal off the bench. And that ain't even his best attribute. They also call him Lucky Lefty, I'm talking about the owner of the one-hitter-quitter, Bobby Portis. Bobby, get up here and get that award, bro. Bobby Portis, mm-hmm. it, bro, your t- Chicago won? Mm-hmm. That's your team, right? They did. This man, I, I mean, he hey, the owner of the two-piece we, and We've we been on the winning streak since Chris Dunn said F him. F him. All I know is that man came off the business and gave y'all 27 and 12 <laughs> in 29 minutes. Why is he not starting? Oh, 'Cause Nico starting. That's why. Last jaw. I, I'm telling you, I would hey, start lucky left. They call left them there. one punch, two punch. They call them one punch. Yeah, two Yeah, they punch. say Let's y'all go. got a nice one-two punch out there. One-two punch got it in hey. in that game, and for that performance, Bobby Porter's, oh. you are my strong arm performer of the week. Not a, not a bad pick. I like I like BP. I mean, Nico been playing well since he been back too, man. And we've been on this win streak. It's feeling good to be a Bulls fan, at least for this yeah. week. I don't, I don't know, don't if, that's go that down, I don't know if we're going to keep it up. Spade, how the he doing? Hey, man, go okay. ahead and wrap up the show, bro, and don't make this thing personal now. We ain't got time for all that today. Come on, now. I'm just asking a question, but listen. Listen. It's been a great show. Of of course, as usual, we want you guys to share all your you know thoughts in the comment section down below. You can tweet us. You can definitely email us, however you want to do it. But, Spade, before I close the show, you got anything else to no, add? But sir. Well, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Strong Arm Sports, if you' new here, bang the subscribe button. It take two seconds. If you're a regular here, hit the like button. It's also a little bell up there. You can hit that little bell up there, and you can get a notification sent to your mobile device, and it lets you know when a new episode was uploaded to YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to see two dudes arguing in a box, you don't want to see the videos, you don't want to see our mugshots. It's okay. We got audio p- podcasts everywhere, SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes. We everywhere. We want to thank you guys for your continued support. Babe, great show, bro. That's what we do. You was wrong about some topics, but it's been a great show. But we want to thank you guys for your continued support. Chris Paul, top five. I told y'all. We'll see you guys next episode. Yeah, peace.